0: From Vegas to your living room, from props to trends, this is The Better Angle, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Your hosts, Kate Constable and Cameron Smith.
1: Cam, we both watched some of the NBA playing games last night. Yep, The courts were a little funky.
0: Oh, man. That's a a nice way to put it, Cam. (laughs) That's a really nice way to put it. Uh, The courts were okay, but the one issue that I have Indiana, Cleveland, Pacers court has to be better. Oh, it yeah. Has to be better. Yeah, has to be. Better, those weren't so.
1: even pa- really Pacers colors.
0: Yeah, like what were yeah. we doing uh, there? You know, I'm, the city edition thing. I'm not sure on the whole description and detail and background of it, but jerseys and uniforms are fine. Just, just the court, yeah. just too bright. Turn, turn down the colors on it. Just turn them. We'll down only
1: more. have a couple more times. We have to look at those courts.
0: <sighs> Thank you. Thank some you. people
1: liked them. Some people liked them. Hey, um, we're gonna see if Charles Barkley liked them.
0: Okay. The Hall of Famer
1: joins us now here on The Better Angle. Chuck, thanks so much for taking the time to jump on with us today. You probably don't remember this at all. This was maybe 10-so years ago, but I was an intern at uh, Turner at NBA TV. I worked under your Chuck's Bucks promotion back in the day. We chatted a couple times. Uh, So it's good to to be talking to you again.
2: Wait, so you worked on Chuck's Bucks? I did. That's funny. Well... (laughs) Clearly you got a better job than a raise to get the hell out of Atlanta. <laughs> hey, 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 more power to you.
0: <laughs> well, Chuck, we appreciate you joining us, man. Um, make sense of what we've seen so far in this NBA season. More specifically from we gotta start it here with with Victor Wembanyama. I mean, just a guy that you can't scheme or game plan for. We've never seen anyone like him in the NBA and had his first major scoring outburst against the Phoenix Suns the other night when he dropped 38. So uh, what are your early impressions of Wimbenyama?
2: Well, so we had that game. Is, is, is our connection good? I just want to make sure. Yeah, Yeah you're good, Chuck. We're good. Okay, so we had the game Tuesday night and he was a little up and down, but he played pretty good. So I actually uh, said, man, he's going to be a good player, a hell of a player. But So I was in New York, and I was in a meeting, so I didn't get to see the game Thursday night. And when I got to the airport, I was sitting there getting breakfast, and I started – they had NBA TV on, and, man, he put on a show. I'm I like, I was like, damn, I'm glad. I hate I didn't get to watch that. So, man, he got to be special. Uh, you know, I think the, the toughest thing, I was surprised they were able to win both of those games against the Suns. I'm not going, to I thought the Suns would come back. I mean, they gave the game away Tuesday. I thought they would come back and play a lot better Thursday. And then they came out, they were down by 20 points and they tried to come back. But, man, this kid is going to be special. That You know, that's why everybody was tanking the last couple of years. The best thing he got going for him, Greg Popovich is a no BS. I'm going to teach you how to play basketball the right way, coach. So, man, it's going to be the next next few years are going to be fun to watch.
1: He's going to be very fun to watch already this season. I mean, the few times we've seen him, it's been pretty impressive. Uh, What have you thought about the NBA in-season tournament and these courts that we've seen? Uh, Any thoughts on if you would be able to play (laughs) on those courts
2: yourself? Well, you you know, that's a really good, loaded question. You're trying to get me, to get me in trouble. <laughs> you, you, you know, um, this is something new. Uh, obviously, it's very new. It just started yesterday. The courts are interested, to say the least. You know, I just hope that, you know, I just hope it's successful. Because anything that's successful in basketball help helps our, our brand. But, man, those courts are, whoo! There's something, I don't know what they are, but there's something.
0: All right, Chuck, let's take it here when you think about what we've seen so far in the NBA season with some of the the, the more just higher tier, tier one type teams like the Milwaukee Bucks. Of course, we're talking about like the Philadelphia 76ers, the Boston Celtics, uh, the LA Lakers as well in Golden State. But from what we've seen with the additions of Damian Lillard to Milwaukee, and we're going to see in a little bit, maybe next week, what James Harden brings to the L.A. Clippers. But who's really been made made the bigger impact with their new team so far? Is it a Drew Holiday with the Boston Celtics, or are you going the Damian Lill- Lillard route with the Milwaukee Bucks?
2: I would probably go Porzingis first and foremost, and then probably Drew Holiday. Because, you know, the Celtics are my pick to win this thing. Uh but the one problem they had the last couple of years, man, Tatum and Brown take awful shots, and they make bad basketball decisions down the stretch. I think having a guy like Drew Holiday is going to be a great addition to that team because he's a true point guard. As much as you like Marcus Smart, he wasn't a true point guard, and I think that's going to help Brown and Tatum in the long run, uh, down, especially down the stretch of games, having Drew there. But also, I love the Perzingis trade because now there's no team in the league has a better fourth player than Perzingus. Now, he's going to be their number four guy. He's going to be the best number four guy in the NBA. So right now, uh, the Celtics have my pick to win it. I haven't seen anybody going to beat the Denver Nuggets in the West. I mean, obviously, my sons and the Lakers, uh, they're going to be there in the end. But right now, after the first couple of weeks, I'm like, Boston's my favorite. And I I haven't seen anybody that's going to be able to beat Denver in the West.
0: Boston, best record in the NBA, four and okay. okay. They are great looking great pretty good.
1: Uh, Chuck, talking about your sons, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, they're already sitting out, uh, I mean, with injuries, so for good reason, these first couple of games. But how big is this team staying healthy a concern for the Suns going forward? Because they just really haven't been able to do that these last couple of years.
2: Well, you know, that's a great point. I mean, that's going to be the key. People forget Bradley Beals missed 60-some games the last couple years. And obviously, KD's missed a lot of time, and Booker's missed some time, too. And, and, you know, they can't win without all three of those guys playing. First of all, it was already going to be a difficult experiment because all three of those guys need the ball to be successful. So it was already going to be, like, a lot of self-sacrifice. And now if you factor in injuries, because the problem you got in the West, once the playoffs start, you're going to be playing against a great team from, from, from day one. Like the Western Conference Finals, let's say hypothetically, if you are 6, 7, and 8, you're probably going to be playing the Lakers or Denver or the Suns in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, you know, New Orleans, if Zion can stay healthy, they're a scary team. Nobody wants to play the Sacramento Kings. You know, they're probably the ones that on, under the radar. You know, we talk about contenders, but man, the West is going to be crazy. So, the health of my Phoenix Suns, you know, you, you can't afford to be the 7 8 seed. But, like I say, in the first round of playoffs, you're going to play against a legit contender. And, and listen, no, in my personal opinion, nobody's going to beat three great teams on the road. If you have to play hypothetically Sacramento in the first round, the Lakers in the second round, and Denver in the third round, if you 6, 7, 8, you're not going to win three series in a row on the road. That's just my personal opinion.
0: All right, and you didn't even mention the Golden State Warriors, and that's what I want to get to, Chuck, about just how well that they've played Chris Paul with this team now right behind the Phoenix Suns at plus 700 to win the Western Conference, man. So what have you seen from Golden State in this experiment with Chris Paul, but then also with Steph Curry, who's kind of reminding everybody that he's still here, he still exists, and had another phenomenal game last night against OKC?
2: Well, I'm not a... A big. Uh, I'm not high on Golden State, as most people are, because, you know, when you have as much success as they have, I think age and wear and tear really starts to take its toll when you're in your early 30s or mid-30s like most of their stars are. Uh, so I, 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 I don't have them doing well this year. But, you know, Steph is – now, you can't get into a shootout with Steph. You saw last year uh, when Sacramento, who I thought had a better team, just had Steph Curry go crazy in game seven. Uh, so, But I'm not big on the Warriors. I think the age and attrition is going to catch up with them in the long run. And as much as I love Chris, Chris is the oldest, oldest one of those geezers out there. <laughs>
1: He is, he is getting up there in age a little bit. Uh, Chuck, the basketball world lost a legend recently with Bobby Knight passing. I know you had a history with him. What was your guys' relationship like, and, and how are you going to remember his legacy?
2: Well, you know, it's interesting. Everybody has been uh, trying to get me to bash Coach Knight. And listen, uh, I should have made the Olympic team. Uh, that, uh, I should have made the team. He didn't like me. I don't know why, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, but I remember him as a great coach. I, I admire any coach who graduates his players, but that's the most important thing. Uh, did he make some mistakes? Yeah, we all make mistakes. I don't judge guys by their mistakes and say they're awful people. He, he made some mistakes, so have I saw so everybody. but he's a he was a great great coach coach. and nobody can take that away from him. But like I say, he was flawed, just like we all are. But that man was a great, great coach.
0: All right, Chuck. Now, one team that you did make is the grandfather team, man. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Chuck the grandfather. So, are you, are you, you know, Papa Charles, Papa Chuck, Grandpa, G-Papa? What's the what's the name that you're going with as a grandfather, uh, man? When,
2: when, uh, uh, Big Pop. Big <laughs> Pop. <laughs> I'm Big Pop. You know what's crazy? So, Ernie, two of my mentors are Ernie and uh, Clark Kellogg. And they're like, Chuck, being a grandfather is going to be the greatest thing in the world. And, you know, for me, like, I've had a pretty good damn run. Not a lot excite me. So I'm like, yeah, I'm excited. It should be fine, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, Chuck, you don't understand. And let me tell you something. It is the greatest thing ever happened to civilization being a grandpa. <laughs> you know, it, it, you know what? You know what? It says, you know, these people like, yo, it's great because you can have the kids and you can give them back. I says, I never want to give them back. (laughs) You know, that that old ad is like, hey, you get to play with it and give them back. I'm like, yo, man, that little man can stay with Chuck as long as he want to. The the little lady, her name is Charlie. She's named after me, which is really cool. And you know, it's 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 been amazing. Like Henry is, I think, like 17 months and. Charlie, she's like six months. She just had a six-month I was over there visiting her. So it's pretty cool, man. It's the greatest thing ever.
1: That's awesome.
2: Nice, That's nice. awesome.
1: Uh, Chuck, your Auburn Tigers up 14-7 on Vanderbilt this afternoon. Can you give us –
2: Yeah, I, you know, I'm not even watching the game because if you can't beat the smart kids, it's not very <laughs> good. You know, I'm actually – I'm sitting here with one of my boys, and we're watching – we got like three games on in, in, my, in, in the room. We got um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Bedlam for the last time, which sucks. It's a great, great robbery. I can't believe they're going to end that robbery. And we got Georgia and Missouri on. Uh, so that's a uh, We flicked over to Auburn. Auburn was up 14 to zip last time we looked, and then they threw a pick six from the three yard line, which how the hell did that happen? <laughs> but yeah, we're watching Georgia, Missouri right now in Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Because they listen. If we can't beat the smart kids, we should beat the smart kids. I mean, I know we're having a down year, but you should never lose to the smart kids, ever.
1: Can you give us a guaranteed bet that you're making that's that's a guaranteed winner this afternoon?
2: Well, um, I've had two pushes already, so I'm pissed about that. Uh, I had Florida, which turned into a push, I had NM, which was a push. So right now, and uh, uh, Rutgers was my big play this morning. They covered, and uh, so now I got Oklahoma State. Uh, I got Missouri and 14, Uh, and that's that's all. You know, I'm getting. So that's all I got right now. So we're sitting around because you know my favorite band in the world is the Eagles, and I got a group about. Some of my boys uh, and and, and, uh, and we're going to see the Eagles tonight, uh, so I'm really pumped about the concert. So they said this is their last tour, so I wanted to see them. I've been with the Eagles for like 30 years, and you know they're my favorite. Uh, well, Public Enemy is my favorite rap group, but this is my favorite generational band. I've been this would probably be my 40 or 50, 45 times I've seen the Eagles. And uh, I'm really pumped to go see those guys tonight. It's just going to be a fun night. Cause you know one thing makes me nervous. You know I'm probably at the Alabama game. I'm head on the Alabama game. Oh, I already put in USC. I got <laughs> USC tonight. That's a scary game. Uh, so I'm really excited about those games tonight. I hate if it wasn't the Eagles. There's no way I would miss the Alabama LSU game tonight.
0: All right, Chuck, we got about 30 seconds left, man. I know you just gave us your bets and what you're looking forward to seeing for tonight, but you can't throw out the Eagles being your favorite band and also Public Enemy being your favorite rap group. I got to get your favorite Public Enemy song and favorite Eagles song before we get you out of here. About 10 seconds, Chuck. Uh,
2: my favorite uh, Public Enemy song is The Harder They Fall. Uh, the Harder They Fall. Uh, I think that's the name of it. Uh, but for Eagles, it's probably, everybody wants to say Hotel California, California. Uh, Desperado. It's, what, it's mine by Timothy B. Smith. His love song is my favorite song. There's one. He's, it's the only one Timothy sings too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Chuck, thanks so much for jumping on with us today. We appreciate you joining us. Have a great time at the concert tonight.
2: I appreciate it. I'm definitely going to have a great time. Thank you all for having me. Be safe.
0: Yeah, We're going to have you back, Chuck. That
1: was Charles Barkley. NBA Hall of Famer. He'll join us again sometime yeah. soon. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back right after this.